Welcome to Dauntini, episode 90. On today's show, Steffi is humiliated by a DVD purchase. Simone takes a week to get a joke from the previous episode. And Steffi delights in Simone's Google searches. And now, here are your hosts. Simone Tarkington and Stephanie Drury. Yay! Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone? I'm dong okay on this fine Sunday morning. I have to ask you, are you even dressed? Of course not. <laughs> and I'm leaving for Portland in like an hour and I'm not even packed. Why do oh you ask? <laughs> I asked because I'm sitting here in uh, the DeLorean t-shirt you gave me for my birthday <laughs> and a pair of Krispy Kreme uh, boxer shorts <laughs> that I slept in. <laughs> I'm so jealous you have Krispy Kreme boxer shorts. Yeah, they're, they're XL because they're good for sleeping in, you know, because we just we saw them. It was the only size they had and we got them for Greg. And it was just like, they're just too big. So I just use them to sleep in. Oh, that's um, awesome. And they're oh, usually too big for me. But in pregnancy, they're they're nice, comfortable size. Nice. That just so. makes me remember in eighth grade, um, Carrie Skeels and Rhonda Johnson were really offended because Natalie Lane got them extra large boxer shorts. <laughs> And this was like 1989 or something, and that's we would all wear boxer shorts, like as shorts, and we thought that was cool. And so they were right, really right. mad that she got XL. They had talked to her for a few months. I don't blame them. God damn. <laughs> Speaking of Krispy Kreme, hot now. Hot now. I remember like you and I were driving back from some show here in Seattle one time and we're stuck behind the train and the train was going 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 but there's a Krispy Kreme on the other side and you you kept going hot now hot now like it's so close but so far away it's true but at first you didn't know what I was saying you were just like you were just like what yeah I was like you're like you look at me like duh hot now I'm like did someone else get excited about hot now oh my gosh I even I, have honestly, a, I don't think Krispy Kreme is that good unless it's hot now. It's only okay. I mean, it's I love donuts are like my favorite food, so like I'll accept them in any form. But hot now is like what it is like if you go to heaven while you're still in your body. Right, that's what right. hot now is like. That's that's a good that's a good description. The first time I had hot now was in Nashville. Yeah. And um and they took it pretty much right out of the out of the oil. It was so hot that when we we'd walked paid and walked out of the shop. And it was still like we had to wait because it was going to burn our mouths, right? That's how hot it was. And I've had it hot now so many times since then, and it has never been that hot. Never so it's been like the I'm constant. I've never been as satisfied as the first time I had a hot now donut because uh, <laughs> because they've never just they just they've never recaptured that magic. So that's what people just, say about heroin. Now. It's never like the first time. <laughs> It's never like the first time, but that's why they call it chasing the dragon, right? Because you want that first time experience and it's never the same. Exactly. Then that, that is what I'm doing with the hot now donut. Heroin now. Heroin now. I have a hot now Christmas ornament and it lights up. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Now that is hot all the time. 
it's not it's just hot right now <sighs> okay now on a more somber note the 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 boston marathon bombing happened and you had some thoughts about that you wanted to oh, share yeah well that was nutty i mean that was that was terrible and horrible and um but what's interesting is while that was going on I, I hate to bring the emergency room into, <laughs> into this again, but like, I, okay, my first thought about the bombings, and I couldn't say this to anybody but my coworkers, but I'm, you know, we're like, wow, only three people died. That's, that's pretty good because we see, yeah. you know, so much tragedy like comes across our desk and, you know, we deal with all these death reports and all these traumatic injuries and, you know, fat- fatalities. And so anyway, so while this Boston stuff was happening, I'm, Facebook is freaking out and Twitter's freaking out and people are going, oh, it's so tragic, all this. And I'm like, yes, it's really tragic. But, you know, and people are going, what, what is this world coming to? And I'm like, I would love for you guys to see what I see at work. I just, you know, it's just a, I'm in a kind of an isolated space because this is bad stuff yeah. and, and no one wants to know all this. And, but when it does make the news, people freak out. And I'm like, oh, if you could even hear about these, you know, <laughs> things that are happening here and, um, you know, innocent people, helpless people who are who are tortured and in weird ways and come, in, come here to the psych unit and to repair from their injuries... Like it, yeah. that stuff doesn't make the news, and this 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 to me felt kind of small in comparison. But I can't, you know, I I didn't, I can't say that on Facebook. I can't go, oh, this is nothing, you know. <laughs> but, no, no, it's hard to say that. Like you're saying it now, and and it, and it makes sense why you're saying it now. But if you just tried to state that in a status, you sure. know, without the ability for someone to respond, as I can respond, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. sort of like you 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 kind of open yourself up to to uh, to attack. But but it, it totally makes sense. I mean, I was relieved it was only three people. I was like, wow. Wow, that could have been so much worse, you know. Yeah, and yeah. of course, all these people have lost limbs and stuff, and that's that's super terrible. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I did have a bit of a sense of it could have been so much worse. There could have been way more fatalities, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they said this is the the second second biggest uh, uh, terror attack on U.S. soil since 9/11, and oh, I please. actually thought, oh, I guess that's that it could again it could have been so much worse yeah. because it's a big big. A gulf between the amount of people who had, who died at 9-11 and this you know so right um and that's other thing too is like what you're saying is that all this stuff is always going on and people don't know about it and just kind of go on, we all go on with our days think not thinking about stuff so mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a, an insult to what happened in boston no. but more like oh the stuff is happening all the time and you're not yeah. thinking about that you know and it's not an accusation but it's more like a think about that too you know what I mean? yeah exactly i mean it's not an insult to anyone who is sad about this because they don't know like no. you don't know and it, it's good that you don't know because you couldn't handle it if you did is, is my thought yeah yeah so no um, i don't think there's anything wrong you're just you're just opening up uh, more information that isn't being thought about and not taking away from that uh, so yes yeah oh, and so man. that's why i mean i i know i've talked about this on here before but um I think that's why I, I go to this cathedral by my work so often and kind of just, you know, go, why does this happen? And um, sit with these names and, and, you know, if you're out there, you know, help these people um, that have come through the ER. But yesterday, this guy got on the Stuff Christian Culture Likes Facebook page and he told me that I've turned my back on God and I hate Jesus. And I, uh-huh. I told him, I'm like, well, I don't think I hate Jesus. I think I, I really like what he was on about. And, um, I can't tell you for sure that I know that he's like, you know, a real being even still, but I, you know, there's something about this where I take the, you know, the names of the people who've come to the hospital and I go to, go to a church with them a few times a week. 
and, and kind of like send thoughts for them. And he goes, yeah, well, going to a church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. <laughs> and that, that kind of hurt my feelings. I'm like, well, what more do you want me to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 that guy's just a dick. I mean, yeah, gosh. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've actually started to build up a very good, a, a thick skin of like taking insults that I know people either don't mean and are just saying because they're angry yeah. or uh, something that somebody's stupid and, you know, irrelevant <laughs> is just taking it with a grain of salt. Right. You know? I was like, you know, okay, I've had people who love me say really mean things, but because I know they don't actually mean it, I just, yeah. I, it actually doesn't even hurt at all. It's like, you yes. just said nothing to me. Yeah, well, then this guy went you're on. Upset. He went on to say, well, if any, anyone who likes Rob Bell is a, is a demon who's because, or Rob Bell is leading people to hell or something because Rob Bell's this famous pastor who said publicly recently, he's like, well, who knows if hell is real? And then all these fundamentalists right. got really mad. But I'm like, that's a really good question. And I'm glad someone's asking that instead yeah. of pretending that they know that this is real. So anyway, I'm like, if that guy doesn't like Rob Bell, then I'm glad he doesn't like me because I like Rob Bell. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so no, this, I, mean, the, the, I didn't, luckily, I mean, I, I imagine you would have seen more than I did, but I had one um, co-worker who I really like, he's super funny, mm -hmm. and, um, but, uh, you know, he's into, he's into Jesus in a, in not a fun, totally fundy way, but, you know, he's just, you know, just, yeah, man, yay, Jesus, everything, everything good is like, you know, praise Jesus, you know, wow. and, you know, whatever, I ignore it, and then I like the funny, the funny post that he has, but, um, but he posted something about, yeah, nobody's got time for, you know, God all the time and something bad happens and there is he's their best friend, you know, oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And then and I still wanted to post like, no, no, it's cool. He was never my friend before or after. Right. Isn't it tempting <laughs> to say something like that? <laughs> I had to hide it because I kept going back to it and looking at it like, oh, oh. I want to say something so badly. Yeah, seriously. But um, I didn't. And then he posted something about how he just thought it was, he didn't say like child abuse, but he just thought it was just like, it was wrong to raise your kids without knowing God. Oh. I was just like, that's what my little boy's gonna be. But yeah, I, was, I wanted to say something more thoughtful, like, um, you know, I'm not gonna raise him. I'm just gonna raise him to be a free thinker and be a critical thinker. And you know, if God's yeah. real, He would make Himself known to him. You know there what you I mean? Go. Just something like that. Yep. And uh, but uh, yeah, I just thought, what you don't go and open that can of worms with someone you have to work with. Oh, <laughs> so. Seriously. It's tempting I just though, hit isn't that it? Because one too, because it was just like ah. I have a I have a coworker who has a magnet in her cube that says, "Just imagine heaven." <laughs> and oh. I like have so many things I want to say whenever I see that. Oh, I do too. Oh, I felt I had some hot now, and I'm just imagining heaven. <laughs> I know I would have been me like I've imagined it, and it sounds so fucking boring. It That's never all, fucking. I've ends. already been to heaven, and after ten minutes, I was like, "Let's go." <laughs> I had a hot now Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> I've just been to heaven. <laughs> Wanna imagine heaven, Antoinette? Here's a hot now. <laughs> but it, it just like, kind of all goes back to that. Like, people don't know what to do with tragedy, and they don't know what to do with this senseless horror. And so they, you know, I think this religion thing is a is a something they can fall back on and say, yes, we know this for sure, and here's our reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 They don't Ugh. leave space for themselves to be sad, is what I think no, it kind of no. comes down to. To be sad or to be wrong? <laughs> you can be sad and wrong at Dongtini, though, guys. You can. <laughs> 
That reminds me, you posted a link to that um, book about called Being Wrong, and I just got it from the library. Oh, so. you did? I need to get yeah. it. Yeah. Have you so started I'm gonna it? I'm going to try and or? read it before I have the baby, because I don't expect I'll have as much time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Let's, anyway, link so that at dongtini.com. What's that? Let's link um, that book at dongtini.com. Yes, indeed. So, uh, taking a different turn on the uh, on the Boston Marathon uh, situation, and it's not me doing it, it's uh, other people, I'm just reporting it, but uh, uh, Wonkette reported a bunch of people who posted uh, on Craigslist looking to hook up with people that night, oh. so, um, in the Boston area. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. So, this one is titled, Hard Pulsing Cream Pie, M for W, 27, Boston. I'm real and love cream pies. You should too. Put a spelled out number in the subject so I know you're real. Boston Marathon explosions happened today. Sad face. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, cream pie? See. That's so disgusting. If, they're think, I know, if I they know. mean what I'm thinking. Have you had Boston cream pie though? Like the dessert? Because it's one of my favorites. Oh, it's, I don't think I have. It's I've had like a Boston just, bun, but not a Boston cream oh, pie. Oh, I haven't had that. Um, yeah, it's just like yellow cake with pudding in the middle, and then chocolate frosting, like fudge frosting. Oh. And it's like, yeah, it's amazing. But like that's, a cream pie in the porn sense, that's disgusting. <laughs> yes, yes, quite. Um, so is Alston a suburb of uh, of Boston? Uh, it, I, don't I, I don't know. Anyway, it says cute SWM in Alston looking for woman over 40 for fun tonight. M for W, 25, Alston. A sad day with the marathon bombing and all, but looking to brighten my night up a bit. It's around 10 p.m. now, and I will f- and I will be free all night and probably for a while looking for a woman over 40 who is free tonight and wants to hang out. I'm wow. 25, but very mature for my age. On my own condo, own my own condo in Alston. Drive as well. I'm a master's student. I'm six feet tall and can trade pics via email. I'm DD free and single. Oh, <gasps> wow! I'm like, who yeah, yeah, believe yeah. any of this? You know? <laughs> yeah. The more he talks, the less I believe everything. I, I know. Also, for like a one night hookup, who cares if you're a master's student? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, our um, yeah, this this person we go to church with, like she's single, and we saw in her car. David's like, he's like, come in here come over here I'm in the church parking lot and he's like there's all these condoms on her on her seat <laughs> in her car oh! and, and David and I are like going ooh like we're a couple of children <laughs> wow anyway. do that <laughs> I'm embarrassed to leave like a Taco Bell bag in my I car <laughs> that's like not flushing the toilet leaving exactly. the toilet bell Ta- toilet bell I just call it toilet bell <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is the last one. Couple, I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to all of these uh, on the website, but I'll just read one more for now. Um, couple available this sad day in Boston. MW for M25. Couple oh. here seeing what's out there tonight. We are real. We are real. Sad day in Boston today during the marathon. We get a ton of email, but just getting stats, and in some cases, pictures, but no one telling us what sets them apart. Why should we pay for a city to come see you? Uh, preferences for hypnotist, massage therapists, or BBC. You need to be open to letting hubby take photo of you with wife. Photos are for our own enjoyment only and will never be posted anywhere. She's a bigger girl, so if you're not into that, don't email. Oh my god! <laughs> These people! 
This is I amazing. Know. Oh my god. I know. It's like all under the guise of the marathon. So I hope I hope some of those people uh, got to feel better that sad night. So yeah. Fascinating. Wow. Um. So um, one other thing I want to add from last week's episode the subject of sensuality uh, <laughs> you were reading from that book about that semen cookbook yeah uh it's it's validity it's 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 realness uh, has been uh, up for debate greg doesn't think it's real but anyway <laughs> there was a part you said uh something about you know if the if the situation allows you can add the semen at the table yeah if there's such enough an intimacy. idiot Yes, that's right. And I'm such an idiot that I just was talking about picturing a little glass dish with a spoon where you'd spoon it on. And then when I was editing, I'm like, oh, they mean to like jerk off and ejaculate at the table, you fucking fool. Oh, God, I'm dumb. If the situation allows for more intimacy, the glass dish can be presented at the table. God, I'm a dope. All right. I really anyway, think I it's real. I think that there are people that sick out there, but I like how Greg is skeptical, though. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it might not. I'm be real. somewhat skeptical. Yeah, I just I didn't see the cover, so I didn't um, I didn't uh, have a chance to sort of assess it, you know. Yeah, I think David's skeptical so, too. Yeah. Now, um, now you've been stressed out by the kids lately. Oh my God. Yes. Like. And they're great kids, and so I don't know what I would do if I had, like, kids who actually had ADD or anything like that. Um, but yesterday, David, um, he was at this conference all day downtown at the EMP, some kind of, um, like, you know, local artists or some kind of, not Comic-Con, but like that for, like, local Seattle musicians or something. Anyway, um, and John Roderick was there, and I'm like... Uh, I'm like, oh god, that's the self-appointed king of indie rock, right? He's like, yeah, he really likes listening to himself talk, so anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. But, um, so David was off at that, and, um, I was with the kids, so I'm like, okay, we're gonna, you know, let's go to Starbucks, because you guys have been on good behavior, so stay on good behavior, we're gonna go to Starbucks. And Lolly decided she wanted to dress up in this dress that she had when she was three, um, that she can now wear as a shirt, <laughs> but it's actually from the 60s, and, you Is know, it's the got one this that you wore your Christmas picture that yes. year? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's that's like, so cute. I know. It's like this wool, pink, and purple plaid with a white leather collar and a little go-go belt. Oh, it's adorable. So it still fits her, even though it's really short. <laughs> she wears yeah. it like a shirt. And so I go, you look like a girl from the 60s. And she's like, what else can I have to look more 60s? Is there something Aww. I can put on my head? And I go, well, I have this white pillbox hat. And so I pinned it on her little head. And she looked adorable. And Judah lost his shit. He's like, we are not going anywhere as long as she's got that sh that stupid hat on her head. <laughs> he was getting so mad. And I'm like, I totally understand. He's 11. He's at that age where you're like real embarrassed by your sister or your family or something if you're yeah, out in public. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, I totally get it, Judah, but no one is going to judge you. I promise you that they'll, they'll all think she's really cute. And he's like, no. And he started hulking out in his room. Like he was slamming stuff around. And... and <laughs> I'd already talked with him, and so at this point it was just kind of annoying and also funny. And so I go, I go, 
hey, Lolly, I think I have another hat like that. Let's both wear them. And she, she, you know, I'm winking at her. And she's like, okay, Mommy, we can match. And Judah goes, roar. And he kicked the door like three or four times. Oh, my God. I know. And like sometimes, like I, I heard him rattling his bed. He's got this like metal loft bed. And I'm like, oh, God, like I, he can probably like pull that thing apart if he gets really mad. So I kept going in there and I'm like, you are going to get it together. You are not, you are not going to hold your breath anymore. You're going to take slow breaths. Everyone will think she's awesome. <laughs> No one will know that you're with her. And even if they did, you should be proud because she's really rad and she looks really good. <laughs> so he was, he was not having it. Like, we were driving there and he's all, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And I'm like, all right, you can stay in the car. And as soon as he got out of the car, though, like, he was he was a dreamsicle. So, Aww. go figure. They were they were really stressing me out. But I think sometimes um, with those tantrums, you pass a point of no return where you have to uh-huh. keep going. And that's so funny because I identify, like, I remember being humiliated by my dad wearing, like, these, (laughs) he would wear, like, like, dress socks pulled up with loafers and shorts. (laughs) Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) Luckily, my mom, like, nipped that in the bud. I'm like, mom, look what dad's wearing. And she's like, oh, hell no. But yeah, so I, I'm like, okay, this is Judah's equivalent of my dad wearing those socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like how I'm telling you all these uplifting tales of motherhood right as yeah. you're about to give birth. <laughs> I know, I have like two weeks to go. By the time everyone listens to this, I'll be like a week and a half away from, from having a child. <laughs> oh, he won't be tantruming for another 11 years, so. That's true. That's true. I'll be ready for it by then. Actually, it's going to be so much worse. I had a story about a 12-year-old who got in trouble at school. This is a friend of Greg's. Because uh-huh. he changed the wallpaper on the school at school's phone to say, I like anal. Oh. <laughs> wow. And the thing is, he didn't get in trouble because the girl complained. The girl, who was 13, thought it was funny. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know what anal was when I was that age. I didn't either. <laughs> Yeah, so not only if I did, I wouldn't have the balls to fucking put it on someone's phone or just write it somewhere, you know? And you're even from (gasps) Australia where they talk like that all the time. Exactly. So, yeah, so so they only became an issue because the girl's parents saw it and got mad. Oh, my God. (laughs) So who knows what's going to be going on in 11 years? My God. Uh, I'm so scared. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, when you're listening um, to Dongtini episode 1000, <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I want to go back to the year 1985. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, speaking of last night, I like I had this Garnier skin cream that I had like ripped out of a magazine like in this little a little packet. God. And um and Judy goes, "Is that a condiment?" <laughs> Is that a condiment? Because it was kind of like in a little black foil little packet looking thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <That's not> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I didn't correct them or anything. <sighs> Man. Wow. Um, so speaking of the baby, I've been getting, you know, all pregnant ladies have to listen to advice from people. And I think mm-hmm. I've been really lucky because everyone's been very respectful and making okay. their suggestions with this is just what I think but you don't have to listen to me you know every okay. pretty much everything has come with that so I'm not and plus I'm in a really good hormonal mood so you know very little has upset me though two co-workers did tell me my ankles were getting fat Who so told you that? um uh, two of my co-workers well one That's said it and the other one agreed and luckily I was like 
I can't believe like I was more like you know mentally aware that that was wrong even though it didn't actually bother me it was yeah. because of just you know water retention and I, yeah. I love salt so I wasn't offended but I was just like I can't believe you said that to me yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but they've gone down it's funny because I asked Greg and he's like I'm not I'm not answering that question <laughs> so he didn't oh, want to like and even though I was like honestly asking him I was looking for you know an affirmation of that since they'd said it but yesterday they seem to have gone down but anyway one of those same people is just you know she's had a kid her kid is like I think nearly 30 he's a fucking idiot <laughs> and <laughs> He's like a real, like, you know, he's still leaning on his parents to do everything for him. He's like, you know, he's just a, he, everything I hear. But, you know, you know, there's people that report on an, an idiot, a fucking oafish adult, like how charming it is. That's what it's like hearing about this person's oh, son. no. Anyway, so she keeps just giving me, you know, annoying pregnancy. But, but, I mean, she's really sweet and all, but she's really one of the dumbest people I've ever met so it's Ugh. extra hard to like listen to this stuff like I was you know you get the itchy belly in the pregnancy because yeah. the, the, the 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 skin is stretching so it itches so I was just scratching it scratching it through two layers of clothing mind you and then I and she's like oh don't do that you get stretch marks and I'm like oh please well no you feel getting that feeling because you're probably about to get stretch marks or it's stretching so you're gonna get the stretch marks anyway they're not going to make the stretch marks if I scratch it right. plus it's through two <laughs> layers of clothing Oh yeah, no, I got it. I got, you know, there's people that just like it happened to me, so that's just how it works now. You know, no science, no backup for anything. Just I scratched my belly, and then I ended up with stretch marks. So that's how they got there. Just and it's so hard, like listening to advice from someone you have like no inte- in- intellectual respect for. Yeah. Oh, I hear that. And her son is like still living at home at 30. It's like I don't want any advice from you as far as parenting and child. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard, but she's really sweet. She's really excited. You know, but. She's one of those people, like, I'll say something to her, I'll ask her, oh, so is it this or is it that? Yeah. Like, she so doesn't listen that she can't even answer a very simple, straightforward question, you know? So this or that? Yeah. And the other day she was, like, looking at my belly and I could tell she really wanted to touch it but was not to be polite. And I was Mm -hmm. like, it's okay, you can touch it. And she just grins at me like she didn't hear what I said, even though there was absolutely nothing else going on. It was like, oh, my God. Wow. So... Yeah, so that's been tough. Yeah, but she's so enthusiastic about the pregnancy, but she just grins at me like a fucking fool. Wow. (laughs) I'll be glad when that's over. I remember when um, when I was pregnant with Judah, I was still I was working in the office with Hammerhead. And um, this is about the time I got my first digital camera. And so I would take these covert pictures of her. (laughs) I sent them to my friend, Bill. And I'm like, here's her wolf shirt she's really proud of, you know. And she's wearing her (laughs) stretch pants that she she said she got for like $2 at Lane Bryant. Like I was being a bitch, right? But I'm like, you got to see what I have to sit by. And she's the one who tells these stories. And he's like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't hurt your baby. Being near her and breathing her air while I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God. And a scaly belly. I remember you talking about her lifting her shirt and scratching her uh, scaly, oh, flaky oh, belly. She did. And she was oh. like breathing right next to me, and I'm on this long distance call. She stood there for like the whole call, like at least seven minutes. And then when I was done, she goes, There's cupcakes in the break room. Yes, that's one of my favorite <laughs> stories that she waited the whole time to tell you that. <laughs> Bless her. Oh boy. Um, now it seems like it's been uh, quite popular that uh, my my reading of uh, 
reviews of things that haven't been used on uh, <laughs> on Amazon or whatever site. People that just can't fucking help themselves and have to review something that they've not used or, or just want to use or something. Um, anyway, listeners, if you have any suggestions for a name for this segment, because I think it's repeated enough now that it should be have a segment. If you have an, yeah, an, an idea for a name for this segment, please do share. Um just yesterday, so remember a few weeks ago I talked about the a book by Greg Sestero about the making of The Room and the Tommy Wiseau yes. uh, backstory. And um, and I was putting down in Goodreads the books I'd read this year, which isn't many. It's only like three completed books, though I've been <laughs> dabbling in a lot. And I go to that book and say, like, oh, I read that. And I bet now that it's pre-released, it's probably at least up on Goodreads, even if it's not out yet. And it was. Sure enough, there are like seven reviews Uh-oh. of by, by people giving it like five stars. Like, you fucking haven't read it. And there's all these people. So I got so mad. That I like wrote a review immediately, and I, I opened with, unlike the people wasting your time who haven't even read the book, I have. <laughs> such a bitch. Did they review so it mad. at all? Did they say I haven't read it, but I love it already because I Be love like, the I room. can't wait. Oh my god, I've been waiting for I this. Can't is, wait. Like, I can't wait. Five stars. I have, I have to read this. Yeah, I have to read it. So a lot of the products I've been looking at lately um, have been to do with uh, baby-related items. Now, a pack-and-play, because I know people without kids probably don't know what this is, because I didn't know what the fuck one was six months ago. But <laughs> it's like a playpen-type thing that you can use yep. when the baby's a bit older, and before that you can put a nap in it. And, you know, it's a kind of a versatile item, and it folds right up. And if you're going on a trip, you can take it with you, so you've kind of got a travel crib. So it's that kind of thing. Anyway... Um, so I got, uh, I, I bought one of these and then I was like looking at the, I wanted the, 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 the dimensions because I haven't set it up yet. So I just went to the website and then I ended up reading reviews of it, even though I've already bought it. And uh, <laughs> this, uh, this is a review um, and the person hasn't used it. However, in checking the boxes of, uh, of, of, of uh, pros and cons, she's put that it's easy to clean, it's entertaining, has good padding and is visually stimulated. Well, she hasn't tested any of that because she hasn't oh fucking used it yet, as noted in her upcoming review that I'm about to read read cons it's difficult to assemble she hasn't fucking assembled it because she's about to say her baby she's giving it as a gift at the baby shower <laughs> fucking old bitch anyway she says <laughs> the greco pack and play with newborn napper and travel play yard um the greco pack and pl- pack and go play yard was selected by my grandson and his wife for their new baby due in may so this woman this is for her grandson who's giving birth to her great grandson so i'm like how old is this woman that she can yeah. use the internet and write a review when Whoa. she's expecting a great grandson oh my so, god i have someone my age that i went to school with that's already a grandmother of now a year and a half stop year it so yeah so it's, only, it's one of those things where she somehow made it to 18 without having getting pregnant which we were surprised at but then her daughter <laughs> had a kid when she was 14 and so i figure we're only like 13 14 years out before this girl's a great grandmother so, yeah it just keeps going like that is um, this like a anyway, bogan type person or what's that is this a bogan type person Totally, totally. Okay. She has this accent that I can't even replicate. Like she can barely speak. And like I would, when I used to be friends with her, I would like talk to her mother and her sister, and they just had this in, in, an accent like not of any any culture I understood. Just this, just barely able to speak accent. It was insane. Wow. So anyway, yeah, they were they were fascinating, but uh, and tragic. Anyway, so yes. back to this great grandma. 
I purchased it online from their registry for their baby shower in April. I received it within a few days, but I was disappointed to see that the very day after I made the online purchase, the price dropped $12. I wish I had waited just one more day before I ordered it, but I will not let me regret getting the gift for my special great-grandson. Bottom line, yes, I would recommend this to a friend. This is the dumbest review ever. That's just exponentially bad. That's yeah, like, yeah. That is like so far beyond the worst possible review that we can't, it doesn't even register with us just how bad it is, is what I have a I feeling. Because <laughs> she's talking about the price. I know. Just nothing to do with the product. <laughs> I give her some forgiveness because she's a great grandma, but she might just be like 46, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Probably is. Yeah. <sighs> God damn! So there's that. So listen, yeah. Any ideas for this segment where I read these reviews? Uh, uh, please do share. And one other thing I wanted to add is, um, uh, you know, like when you type something, like you have a question, you type it into Google, and then it auto fills it. Yeah. So um, uh, one I had the other day was I typed in, "Has anything ever been B?" and it correctly finished it with, "Has anything ever been broken on Antiques Roadshow?" <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that is what I was looking for. <laughs> no way! Yes, <laughs> way! <laughs> what was the answer? <laughs> what was the answer? Um, the answer was. They have paid out some stuff, but they won't disclose the nature of it. And it hasn't aired, it sounds like. So it's like maybe happened. And they say, and they say they said something about usually it's like the fault of the, 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 the person, not the appraiser. <laughs> I just love that so many people have wondered that same thing. It's probably the same thing ever being. Do you like picturing me sitting on the couch in front of Antiques Roadshow and typing that in? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> I also, But I also have like a dual fantasy that you carried this question around and went into the office and sat at the desk and typed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it right in front of the TV. I'm sorry. <sighs> <laughs> um, on the Grapes of Rad last week, Nick said that um, if you type in porn in, into Google, it stops doing the, the predictive text for you. Oh. <laughs> if you type porn into it, it just gives up. It's like, I'm out. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, now, you uh, volunteered at Lolly's school uh, a few days ago. How did that go? I did. It was it was fun because they were doing this toy workshop where this guy comes in and he teaches them all these laws, you know, these physics type concepts about gravity. They make these rad wooden toys and the kids like get to use like a little hammer and, and like a little safety saw and goggles to make to make a little, you know, toy where where you can have a little closed pin man balance and they have like a counter a counterweight so that you can learn about fulcrums and stuff. So that's, it was really rad. And um, these are all a bunch of second graders, right? But I, I feel like I feel like the weird mom. I feel not like the Hooters mom, but like <laughs> just the weird, the weird mom that none of the other moms know what to make of. And um, so this guy is, is telling this story or, you know, trying to explain what's going on with this experiment they're doing and the toy they're building. And 
he kept seeing, saying things like, now mine is getting a little stiff. How does <gasps> yours feel? And I'm like, <gasps> and I like, I did the gay gasp <laughs> where you go, <gasps> you know, you like <laughs> suck it really quick. And the mom next to me just kind of looked, I just saw her like kind of look at me like, what? And then, <laughs> and then the guy goes, now we're going to experiment with angles and depth. And I go, <gasps> <laughs> This is like 10 minutes later. He goes, now push it in until you feel resistance. And I go, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I feel like the weird mom. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in there all the time. I mean, I work and there's like all these other moms who don't and they're constantly volunteering, you know? So I'm like, oh, they yeah, think yeah. That I'm like the deadbeat mom who like just comes in and... <laughs> freaks out about something normal. But. Well, if that same presentation was being done in front of an 8th grade class, I think you'd fit right in. <laughs> I, I should. You know, it's only going to get better from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they'll judge me for being too much like the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kids will oh, think well. you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tell so, us about yeah. Birdsworth's girlfriend needs. <laughs> Yeah, well, I had a cake regarding this, and we spoke about this uh, some time ago. Of, cake is what we, what uh, we call misplaced logic. So you momentarily think something that sort of makes sense, but then it doesn't really. But it's based on other logic. So anyway, so lately, you know, I guess it's springtime, but uh, even though he's had his balls chopped, Birdsworth kind of uh, <laughs> you know needs time. the blanket. <laughs> What's that? Springtime has something to do with it. <laughs> I think so. I don't know, That's but so yeah, awesome. he's been, he's been. I, I assume so because he doesn't do this all the time. But lately, you know, he's been like clawing the blanket and like humping it and stuff. You know, <laughs> it's really sad. And like the way he does it, he like grabs the blanket like with his teeth and then like kneads at it and then he kind of oh walks God. around in this circle. So the, this piece of blanket's all twisted because he's been going around in this circle. And so when we wake up in the morning and find uh, find the blanket like that, we'll say, "Oh, Birdsworth had a date last night." <laughs> Anyway, it's real sad. But anyway, so he just does this to the blanket. And, you know, we have our other cat, Marnie, who we adopted, you know, from a separate, you know, we just found Birdsworth and we adopted Marnie, you know, a year later um, from, uh, from a cat rescue. Anyway, and so I said to Greg, well, we were eating dinner and he was like doing it uh, on the couch with the blanket. And then I said, I said, gosh, I wonder what he would do if there was actually a girl cat here for him. And Greg just looked at me because there is a girl cat, but in my mind, <laughs> And it's like, well, he's not going to do that to his sister. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. But it's just like, they're not biologically related. And it's just a, a relationship that we imagine. <laughs> so I liked the idea. It was funny, our friend Brandon was visiting a few months ago. And he heard me say, I, I was talking to the cats. And I was like, don't do that to your sister. And Brandon said, what? They're not husband and wife? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What if they are husband and wife? And she's just not putting out. She's gotten old and disinterested. No, no, they've so. definitely got a, a sibling relationship. <laughs> um, fight. Like, oh. <laughs> Jen Kirkman would always talk about her cat, Miss Mitty, who has since passed on, but um, it's her sister's cat, Miss Mitty, and her sister also has a cat named Lou. And Lou would rape Miss Mitty like every night, and Miss Mitty would just <gasps> lie there and take it. Jen Kirkman would always talk about that. She's like, take a picture, and she's like, look. 
I'm so, so glad Birdsworth respects his sister. I know. And so she posted a picture recently, like it was a Toonsis kind of style thing where Lou was driving. Like, like she was obviously sitting in the driver's seat, but Lou like had his paws on the steering wheel and she took a picture. And and I and she goes, Stephanie, he's he's driving to search for submissive girl cats. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh. That's, I think that that would be really disturbing to watch. Yeah. And, and uh, like, there's nothing you can really do about it either, is there? No, no. the cats. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's so violent in the cat world, the girl cats don't seem like they're enjoying it. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, this week in Handicapped Parking, uh, <laughs> in case you've missed it, I have a handicapped placard because I am pregnant. Um, yeah, so there's the space at the library, and it's like sort of tucked away by itself. You have to go around this concrete block, past all the other spaces, and then you're on this little little driveway just to just to that spot. So as I pulled in, I see that it's empty. I'm like, great! And so I go as I, I go a few more feet, and then I see another car coming up that little that little driveway going to it. And I was like, damn it! And then I see she's just picking up kids, right? So she, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wait. So I go around and I'm sitting just behind it. And so she sort of, to, to leave, she'd have to back up and then pull out of this little way, this little exit. But I'm behind all of that. But there's nowhere else I can go other than out or wait for this space, right? So she's sitting there. The kids are slowly getting in the car, really. Just, I'm like, oh my God. And this other woman is talking to her. And the woman that's talking to her just keeps like talking and just kind of glancing dances over at me a couple times and oh, I'm just no. sitting there waiting it's like I'm waiting for that spot and you people don't give a shit you know I just wow. couldn't believe how much they didn't feel like oh shit we better get out of the handicapped spot that we're not even supposed to be in because she was just using it to pick up the kids so I was quite shocked by that yeah and I had the placard hanging from my my thing you know wow yeah wow that would make me wish that I had a walker that I could get out and like stumble over there <laughs> Yeah, me too. I would have like, I would have loved that. I was wishing. I was like, I wish I could get out and just appear more handicapped, just to make them feel bad. <laughs> appear more handicapped. When I was little, I don't remember saying this, but apparently when I was little, I would always say, "Those handicapped people sure are lucky, because they get the spots up way close." <laughs> like my parents thought that was really funny. But I meant it. I was like, they get the park really close. Do. Oh, anyway, so that was my shocking week in handicapped parking. Um, <laughs> How long did they take? When did they clear out? They probably sat there for about three minutes. I just like that yeah. she kept looking over at you casually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what yeah. The hell? Yeah, I think it's possible the driver didn't notice, but the woman talking to her totally saw me waiting. Oh God, I yeah. would be. I would. I would have the onus on me to like tell the driver, and then I'd get out of there. I'd be too embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, and she kept doing all those, yeah, I'm nearly done, you know, like, I'm talking, like, I'm trying to leave, but, oh, but we're still talking, just this, this wow. false, I, yeah, we're done, and I'm walking away, and then coming back kind of things. Oh, oh that's funny. nuts. Oh, yeah, that's well, a little anyway. maddening. Now, uh, last on our list, you, uh, you made a DVD purchase, I understand? Or was it a I did. Yesterday at Target, I stopped by the DVDs that were all $5, and I saw Point Break. <laughs> and I got really excited. I'm like, I need to own Point Break. It's only 5 bucks. So I get to the cash register, and it's not scanning. And <laughs> so they're speaking into their little microphone. 
price check on Point Break. We have a lady here, and I'm just like, oh god, does everyone really have to know that I'm buying Point Break? Wow, that's as humiliating as like if you were buying condoms or something. Price Bank on condoms, extra large, you know? Well, extra large, that would be fine. I guess so. <laughs> Extra small would be humiliating. Yeah, that was a snug fit. But they kept saying, like, it was like three or four times. She's like, hmm, point break isn't scanning. Someone comes over, hmm, okay, point break. They just kept saying it, and I'm like, shh. Because <laughs> I felt like they don't, I'm like, you know. I like this movie, ironically. I don't think that this is an Oscar-winning performance by anyone. <laughs> I don't think I the screenplay is of renown. <laughs> oh, boy. I remember though when that first came out, I was just like, oh my god, I have to see this movie. I just thought it was just going to be a life-changing thing. Yeah. When I did see it, I wanted to skydive, I wanted to learn to surf, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Totally. So like, and I remember when I first saw it and, and I kind of was taking it seriously, I, I asked um, this guy I knew who would skydive all the time because his parents were rich, so he could do it every weekend. I'm like, can they really do that? Like, aim for where they're going? He's like, oh yeah. So I took it really seriously. And then, I, like, ten years later, I saw it. I'm like, remember that line? I am an FBI agent. I'm agent. like, that was hilarious. I want to see that movie again. I'm like, oh my god, this movie is filled with that stuff. So Yeah. But you've seen the play. Yes, the musical. The, the, yeah, so they, they cast the Keanu um, character <laughs> from the audience. So everyone's yeah. rehearsed and ready to go. But just to get that real lame unprepared vibe they cast someone out of the audience to read off cue cards <laughs> and it totally works they That's have the so audition brilliant. process they like get a few guys and then they get them to say a line and then they pick their Keanu so <laughs> lame unprepared vibe <laughs> yes god Keanu is so tragic but anyway, but it's totally awesome and fun, and they like throw water and stuff. Like you can buy like a survival kit that comes with like a rain poncho. <laughs> no way! It's like Rocky Horror or The Room. Yes, but when you do, um, when they do the skydiving scene, they actually have like little cables hanging down to give that skydiving. Oh. Like they're all hanging Cute. suspended in the air. It's really cool. Oh, I love this. Yeah, Point Break live. See it if you can. I don't know if you can see live. places other than uh, than, uh, than LA. But anyway, cool. Well, on that note, I guess we'll wrap things up. So uh, thank you all for listening. And next week, uh, that'll be the last episode before my brain turns to complete mush and I have a child. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so after this, one more episode and uh, then we'll... we'll You'll get get one when you get one after that. Yeah. So we'll uh, visit donkteeny.com for any supplementary material. And uh, that's about it. So until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye. bye. Every evening, when all my dish workers shoot, I call my baby. And let's go watch her with you. I met some movies, but she don't seem to be that. And then she asks me, why don't I come to a flat and have some supper? And let the evening pass by, taking records. This is a groovy high five. I say, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. I say, yeah, yeah. My baby loves me. She gets me feeling so fine. She loves me. She makes me know that she's mine. And when she kisses, I feel the fire get hot. She never misses. She gives it all that she's got. And when she asks me if everything is okay, I got my answer. The only thing I can say, I say, yeah, yeah.
that's what I say. I say, yeah, yeah. We'll play a melody and turn the lights down on sort of knock and see. We gotta do that, we gotta do that. We gotta do that, we gotta do that. And there'll be no one else alive in all the world except you and me. Never need you to throw, it's hard to tell you Because I'm trembling so But pretty baby, I want you off of my own I'm ready to leave those others alone No need to ask me if everything is okay I got my answer, the only thing I can say I say yeah yeah, that's what I say I say yeah yeah, that's what I say Yeah yeah